0: Check one, two. James, is Heath your middle name?
1: Uh, so my last name is hyphenated, actually.
0: No shit. It's Lee, Heath uh,
1: Rose? Heath Ring Rose is Rose. So is, I just go by Rose. So is it, it so
0: Ring-Rose? Dash or
1: Heath-Ring Ringrose? is one la- one name. No way. Yeah.
0: I, I never heard of Ring Rose.
1: I, I haven't either. So yeah, I'm the only one I know. Damn. Yeah, dude.
0: So, welcome to Living the Dream. Thanks, dude. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We just wrote a really sweet song. I like the song, man. I, I thought like it, it was lot. cool. I like it a lot. I, I, yeah, it's a really good concept. Now, let's start out. Tell me your musical journey. You're from Connecticut. Tell me your musical yep. journey. How you got into music and how you got to Nashville and where you are now.
1: Yeah, so uh, my dad's a musician, so I grew up like listening to you know James Taylor and the Beatles and the Eagles and all that all that stuff. And then he taught me a couple chords on guitar, and um, I never really took it seriously. I got—I o- always played guitar, but I didn't start singing or anything until maybe eighth, ninth grade, somewhere around there. What was your favorite thing to play on the guitar? Yeah. Oh man! Or do you remember your first song? My first song was "Boulevard of Broken Dreams." No by way! Green Day. Yeah. Oh my god! I was doing that, and then I would switch to like John Denver. Yeah. Um... I love playing honestly, like Usher and Boys to Men and that kind of stuff. Oh, too. that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the kind
0: of style that I feel. You you have a very, like R and B soft like, softer style country. It's very sweet. It's yeah. very genuine. Like, that's it, it's nice to hear. Yeah, I have mm. a lot
1: of a lot of different influences. because um, I when I first started putting out music, it was, I was doing hooks for like a like a hip hop group that we had. Yeah, so I was doing a lot of R and B stuff
0: um what what's one of your most like m- memorable hooks oh man
1: um i couldn't even tell it's probably been 15 years you since. baby
0: you you got it uh. uh. i'm trying to th- we had a few of them um what was your uh boy band name it uh, we're called cold-blooded Cold cold-blooded blooded yeah Y'all was, are murderers. I was like the only singer.
1: And then <laughs> there was a uh, uh, like a bunch of like my friends in high school were rappers. Yeah. So we would just, I would be basically the hooks on a lot of songs. Dude, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was pretty sick. Cold um, blood. Do you guys have music out on Spotify? No, 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 Damn. no, no. Everyone, like that broke up probably junior year, high school. you like, senior. that was quick. Yeah,
0: yeah. That ended pretty
1: quick. Yeah, everyone kind of went their step. But everyone's doing good. Everyone's pretty much still doing music. Oh, really? Um, yep. So you're still in contact with yeah, with a few of them here and yeah. there, not as much anymore because we're doing different styles of music. We got a buddy in Florida and L A. and all over. So, yeah, yeah, I see. But yeah, and then I, I didn't really take music seriously until like after <laughs> college,
0: really, like the end of college. I started like really writing songs. And what was it that got you? So I am assuming what happened was like you're into it, then you hit college, and you were <clears> like, <throat> eh, it was fun. Yeah. So what brought you back in? What brought you back into it?
1: I just had stuff to write about, you know, I was like going through either, like I was either in love or, you know, heartbroken and like I yeah. started writing a lot about that and um,
0: yeah, you just, I don't know, women inspired it. No, <laughs> I guess that in makes general, sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, man. Um, uh, so you got into it after, you know, like your senior year, you said? Pro-
1: yeah, that's when I probably started, you know, writing a lot of songs. Okay. Um went through a break at my senior year of college and then I wrote a, a lot of songs about that, you know, it was kind of in and out of new things here and there. Did
0: you perform at this time? Were you doing like shows?
1: I was doing like open mics and stuff like yeah. that. I perform at school and a couple yeah. of the little events, but I wasn't, wasn't doing anything near where I, where I am now just playing
0: out all the time. But So you go to college yep. and then you're from Connecticut. Yep. Do you stay in Connecticut?
1: Yeah, I went to, grew up, born and raised, went to Connecticut, went to Eastern Connecticut State University, yeah. which is like UConn's little sister school. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, stayed in Connecticut for like another, I guess, two years after that, uh, but I lived uh, in Manchester, which is kind of like 30 minutes from home with a buddy of mine.
0: And then do you, when you move in with him or you hang out with him, are you playing shows then? What's like... What was your drive in music back then?
1: I wasn't playing that many shows. Like, the Connecticut music scene is not great. Like, it's not collaborative. It's yeah. open mics, um, and you can book shows at, like, breweries here and there. It's pretty much what you're doing. Yep. Um, just doing cover gigs. So, I mean, I was writing a good amount Yeah. when I was, uh, you know, living there still. Because I had stuff to write about, Um You know whatever i was going through at the time whether it be in love or heartbreak or you know loss whatever um so i was writing a lot and that's kind of what triggered my you know from there is when i really got the itch to take it seriously to be a to be a songwriter songwriter yeah
0: yeah at that time yeah so how did you get down to nashville yeah so i was
1: i was never supposed to come to nashville i was uh, i was supposed to move to la yeah um, had like an apartment pretty much picked out, ready to go, like end of February, early June, and then COVID hit and that ruined that entire plan. I couldn't, wasn't allowed to go there. Um, and so I kind of was just super bummed. I was like, I had a lot of friends that are songwriters out there and artists and I would have had a lot of connections. Um, but my mom was like, you have a, you have a cousin that is a songwriter in Nashville. I don't, I had no idea. What's and his name? Kyle Coolahan, shout out Kyle Coolahan. Shout out Kyle, my guy. <laughs> um, yeah, and so yeah, so I, I pretty much just on a whim started looking at apartments in Nashville. Within I think it was three or four days, I had one picked out, signed the lease, and was like ready to head down within it's a couple of days. Sight unseen, right? Yeah, you're, you're like, I want to move there. Yep. Good. It was the only other music city I like knew about. I I guess I had one contact here at the time that I really was didn't even know. Yeah. Um, and yeah had never visited
0: just decided to move down that's that's ballsy man yeah that takes a lot of guts what like now did you visit la before no so it would have so been the same thing like, there
1: but i knew yeah. people in la yeah, who yeah. were like established songwriters and had pub deals and stuff like that what
0: was your first move here like when you got here
1: Yep. what were you like okay i need to do x oh man make connections make friends i had no friends i had nothing dude so i was just going out to bars rounds by myself you know introducing myself shaking as many hands as possible yeah. so i just went to shows. So i went to a bunch of different rounds um made connections said i'm a songwriter and you know started writing from there
0: how has that brought you to where you are now so take us the journey where you get here you're like all right i gotta make some friends yeah and uh to where you're landed now well i
1: think like when you first move here Everyone's thought is I have to write with as many people as possible. Everything, you know, I, it doesn't matter who it is. I don't care if I've never heard their songs before. Um, so that's what it was first, and then you you learn who you write well with, who you vibe well with. Yeah. Um, so it quit your circle pretty quickly becomes smaller and smaller music wise. Obviously, you still you know stay friends with everyone you meet when you first move here. Yeah. Um, but your circle becomes smaller. The people
0: that you're with are just make each other better. They make you better. You Uh, probably align yourself with like people with the same goals and interests. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there, there's also people who like take it, you know, more seriously than
1: others. I think. Yeah. Like you said, different, if you have a different goal, if you're just looking to play, you know, show up here and then, Oh, let's write for fun. There's those kind of people that are here. And then there's people that are like, let's write a song. Let's get the demo done. Let's get it to this person. Yeah. Yes.
0: That's fucking, that's awesome. That's, that's my next goal. So like, you know, you got, I've got logic and stuff and I understand it, but I don't know if I, I want to really find out like what kind of quality demo. We truly want, or just uh, honestly, just even to get some practice of recording in logic. We have some, that's what we run our tracks with that shows. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's nice if I could be all-encompassing because I got, you know, little digi pads so I can make beats and stuff, but yep. it'd be nice. Like once we wrote, like we wrote today, I'm yeah. like, hey, click track. Let's go. Let's get it. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's good to, yeah. I mean, you, we have the voice memos. I always do those.
1: And yeah. really only a handful of people I write with are also producers that, you know,
0: make demos on the spot. True. But it doesn't, have, it doesn't hurt to have that skill. It is. It is nice. Yeah. yeah. Cause the more you do it, the more you're better at it. Just like writing. Yeah. <laughs> and what I, what I'd love to do, I don't know how much of this is a fantasy, but what I love to do is after write, yep. record it. Like even if it's sloppy or whatever, and then put it out on, put it out on Spotify using like via distro kid or something. Yeah. And That's then nice. just make it like yep. a, de- a demo, just like a demo catalog. Yep. You put it in the same UIP or whatever. You're like the same shit. mm mm-hmm and then you just have like this catalog even so people can look back because i think that's the coolest thing if someone can look back at your journey that's kind of what this is about trying to document my journey and my perspective and then who i meet and who i write with their perspective and their journey because all it's all different yeah it's all different and yeah that's pretty much yeah dude yeah Yeah. for sure um if you do you know who chris lie is
1: no. He's, a, he's a writer in town. Um, he wrote uh, "Here Comes Goodbye" for Rascal oh, Flats.
0: That's a good one. Dang.
1: Um, he's doing this uh, workshop, so it's like for songwriters. I don't know if he still has it open or not. Um, but he's like a he's a writer producer. He does it all. Yeah. So he's like basically teaching you so the basics like of course. how to work, how to make your own demo. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, which so I thought it was a good idea. I need a new laptop,
0: but dude, one thing music is is it can be expensive very oh expensive yeah. yep. it's super smart the people i see that make it with like fucking nothing yeah i'm like it's good you didn't get into it and you somehow could like because that's just you know that's just money down the drain right yeah. there that you're like all right need to work mm. it back now and but yeah it's 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 a cool cool little hobby yeah because then it's just more instant like and I mean, man, the way things are going, it feels like, it feels like the quicker you can put out a song, the better, or like the the more content, songs are just content now, yeah. it feels, and,
1: and it goes so quick, like, I know so many people that wait too long, like, mm-hmm. if you have a song pop up, or pop off on, say, TikTok, uh, oh, or whatever, yeah, yeah. you have to
0: turn that around quick, or yep. you're going to lose all the hype, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of the idea behind, like, that demo thing, it's yeah. like, all right, if it catches... Well, at least I have it submitted. Yeah. And then if it blows up, awesome. And then I can get a full band version yeah. if it needs it, or a yeah. more produced one. You know? Yeah. But yeah, it's it's quick. So even if you have a, you know
1: a song that pops off, you record it, that does great. A month later,
0: everyone's like, "All right, what's the next one?" Hey, exactly. And you have to do it all over again. It's, it's so crazy. It's, I know. I it's one of those things that I think if I go down the rabbit hole, I I go like, "What the hell am I doing this for?" You know. Yeah. It's. I think we all have those days where we're like, is it we're like, come on, it's not. Um, what do I want to say? I don't know. It's it's not good to think about all the time because I'll no. get, I'll get freaking anxious. Sometimes I think about that too. Here, like, have you started booking your own shows or booking anything or, you, like, yeah, like full band stuff or yeah, yeah full band or even just you. Yeah, um, not yet. We're working
1: on full band stuff. Yeah. I just I just signed with a manager, so, so we're kind of working on getting that. You set know,
0: up. you know how like, oh, hold on one second. Yeah, that's one I want. There we go. Sorry, I want to make sure that was up enough. Oh, yeah. You know how? I don't know if you know, but it is how stressful, like trying to book shows. Yeah, and then on top of that like you know you're doing everything else how like what kind of stress that is i'm sure it's the same with you having a job and try trying to make music fit into and around your schedule yeah yeah it's very music can be very uh, i don't know not depressing but man it just builds on you yeah well songwriting is also just like draining like
1: mentally mentally creatively um the way my schedule works out very nicely in the fact that i work till like 3:30 in the afternoon and then i can use half a day basically to yeah. write or to play shows or whatever but after a long day of work the like sometimes the thought of like now i have to go like turn my brain on to that next level and be creative or you know yeah it it, it can be taxing
0: so it's like it is it is tough some days to like push through and it's work just like anything else it's yeah. just a different form of work yeah different form of energy than physical especially after you're probably thank god you don't have to like do any fancy write-ups or anything because then your creativity you probably have it down to like a science of like i'm gonna say this 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 yeah and then it's just kind of mindless and then you can turn my on later yeah yeah oh it's two different sides yeah work right is like robotic it's just yeah i've been doing it for four years you know
1: it work right it doing it for what, uh, for what, travelers what got you into it and what was your uh degree in college no, i didn't study uh, uh, it and co- i was a business management major and hmm. uh in college and then just applied for a bunch of jobs and uh travelers was like the first one that got back and i just kind of stuck with
0: that and they were like hey i know it says business but like do you want to be our IT guy yeah and you're like all right. Yeah, I was I, like, I'm young. I know I computers. Money. My my interview, I was literally like,
1: they're they're like, do you have any experience like you know working on computers? And I was like, no, but I'm young and I can you know <laughs> I'm, I'm computer
0: savvy. Like, so yeah. that's kind of how it went. Just kind of. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. So what you went to school for business management? Yep. Why business management? Um, did, did you go for like, did you go just to go, which I think a lot of people do, or did you go because you were like, ah, I'd like this as a job.
1: Yeah, I didn't really have a dream dream job. Um, I definitely went kind of just because it was the norm to go. I was like, let's go to college, let's do a business degree because it's general. Yeah. You can do pretty much anything I, with a business degree.
0: I like to say the people with business degrees, like business management degrees, Yeah, it's just like, I mean, you're there for something, but yeah. it's all, that's a lot of like the... Business
1: and communication are just like two very general... Yeah, you're just like, yeah.
0: do it, you're like... I want to get fucked up, yeah. That's and cool. and I want to say I was doing something. Yeah, so I was like, here it is. Yeah, it, we're just kind of. I was along for the ride. Yeah, learning stuff as I went. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's what life is, man. Yeah, you know, there's a bunch of people. I don't know. I've met. How long have you been in like the music industry? So like um, two years down here. I would say, yeah.
1: I I wouldn't say it was. I'd say I'd probably I put it at two years. Cause I was okay. writing
0: songs and playing out, but you're I, still a part of it. You still understand that, so I would co- count that as experience. Yeah. Well, no matter how long, I'm sure you've probably met snakes. Oh, They're dude. just terrible people. Yeah, dude. Oh my God, man. People, there's a lot of people with an agenda that are just yeah, yeah. And they, they'll, they get you, man. Sometimes you get bad advice from those people, and it's yeah. But you
1: learn, like when yeah. you, when you're first starting out, you don't know. You think everyone's. On your side, you know, rooting for you. Yep. And then you learn very quickly, like from some interactions with people.
0: Dude, it's uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. And you hope that you hope that they they get their comeuppance without trying yeah. to, without <laughs> yeah. trying to spend too much time on it. Yeah. Had some bad advice recently. Am I gonna say any names? Yeah. But dude, we had these awesome recordings that we did up in Pennsylvania,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and. This guy comes down or tells us, he's like, hey, you should come down here. We're going to get better sounds and it's going to sound just so so much better. And we all kind of agreed as a band, even though it was my money and my my songs and stuff, we kind of agreed as a band, like, hey, this would be a good idea. Like, let's try it out. Dude, they sounded like ass and it was just a waste of money, like zero communication. But now I know, now I know. You also, yep. it, k- producers and stuff are just, like, friends. Like, you got to make sure you can work together with them. Yep. Yeah. I heard something outside. I thought it was. Something going on. A you can hear all the All the shit outside. It's mostly cars. Or, like, yeah. somebody blaring music.
1: It's not that bad. I mean, I live on and dude. It is. Oh, uh, yeah. It's just constant. There's party buses. We're, yeah. we're on the backside of, we're not on our wi- our window, our balcony's on the backside. side. Yeah. So, But we still hear, you know, we hear party in the USA at 11
0: o'clock in the morning or Joe. Yeah. Like, oh, it's still, there's certain songs. What, how do you like Is that where you moved first?
1: No, I lived in South Nashville. I was probably 15 minutes from downtown when I first okay. moved here. I was, I was there for a year. But like the amount of shows I was doing and rights I was doing in downtown Nashville, yeah. 20 min it was a 40 minute ride pretty much every day of the week, adds up. Yeah. So I just kind of decided I'll pay a little bit more for rent and live right in the heart of it because now i I don't i haven't driven to a a gig in a while like i can walk or scooter pretty much anywhere i'm playing at
0: that's what's up which is nice that's very nice yeah are you kidding me who wouldn't love that yeah dude
1: like i was playing at live oak uh last night right across the street oh shit
0: i was at doghouse oh you were playing there yeah yeah. yeah.
1: okay what what round were you um seven o'clock round. it was gold lasso it was seven yeah okay
0: yeah we got there at like eight i was gonna say we stopped in for a little bit okay i might you probably were still there maybe i don't know i
1: was there till eight thirty
0: nine somewhere i didn't stay too long okay we probably just missed you yeah yeah but then then we went to play doghouse at like nine how do you like that round your uh the golden circle the it's really my friend emily uh runs it yeah um I love, like, have you played a live Oak before? No, my first time will be in September, unless something else happens. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah. It,
1: they got just, a, it's a great sound there. Yeah. Most of the people listen, but even if they know it's, the sound so good, it overpowers them anyway. Um, but I love playing there. Um, there's it's, a couple of rounds that they, that they do there that are have played. It seems nice, man. Yeah.
0: I actually just saw that they're looking for uh, sound guys. Like, they're, I guess some of them probably oh, okay. got picked up or yep. something. I don't know, but I was like, man you know maybe i'll do that but it was like you have to be there on weekends i'm like I don't. yeah i like weekends that's yeah
1: that's what i said i, like I say weekends. that a lot with with rights too i usually try to leave like saturdays open always
0: i think you definitely need a break talking yeah. about you know when we we're talking about mental creativity or whatever definitely need to have a break mm-hmm. from from that yeah that, dude so you're like weekends are no go for right um,
1: I'll do the occasional one on like a, maybe it's, you know, one of them, but I'll always leave one weekend, Saturday or Sunday for nothing music to That's just true. like go golf and sit by the pool. Yeah. You know, do you read. guys have a pool there? Yeah, we do. Isn't it's a, nice? it's a fun one, dude. Damn. It's, it's like a, we say it's like an, like a, an adult college dorm kind of thing. It's like everyone there is 22 to like 35. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, Damn. we get pretty rowdy.
0: I bet. Yeah. That's probably a cool place to live, though. There's probably so many people nearby. It's fun. That, it's fun. To, it's yeah. dangerous
1: how fun it is. And being right across the street from from Tin Roof. Oh, my God. We find ourselves there probably
0: three, four days a week. I was actually, at, Lauren and I were actually talking about that building in particular. I was like, man, that'd be cool to live. And we, we have a lot of people come over like that we host from yeah. Pennsylvania or wherever friends and family are from. How is parking there?
1: Oh, if you don't live in a building, now nah, you're... Okay. There's a couple guest spots. Yeah. There, I think we have, like, six guest spots in our entire... Th- in total? Yeah. Oh, God. There's, like, there's guest parking in the basement, too, but there's always people that are just parked there for months at a time. Uh, um But, yeah, unless you live in a building, the parking there is awful. You can never get a spot.
0: I kind of figured. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of figured that, but... You know, maybe it's just a sacrifice. Screw our friends. Who cares? Yeah, dude. Because that place is cool. It's right next to, like, where everything is. I wish I did a
1: reverse. I wish I lived in DeMemory in, like, the first year that I was here. Yeah. And after I made all those connections, would have moved out so it was a little quieter. Yeah. Because, honestly, it's getting to the point now where, you, like, I still go out and have a good time. But there's yeah. a lot more days nowadays that I'm just, like, I'm kind of over going out
0: five days a week, you know? Yeah, that can get tiring. It can get, yeah, it can be a lot. Get expensive if, oh my God. Oh, yeah. So stupid. I huh? know, dude. My buddy last night that came out, he bought a double and Coke. Yeah. $22. On Broadway or where? It must uh, have Doghouse. Doghouse? Was it-, it surprised me so much. What? Yeah. Wow. Doghouse. Get yours. That's what I was saying. I was like, what? Yeah. Now I don't know if that was the tip included, but either way, man. That's what did he get? Like top shelf? No, nah, I just got like regular two shots of Jack and Coke. I think it came out to eighteen and five, right? That makes twenty three. It was like eighteen and five or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was damn, nuts. dude. I don't know.
1: No, I stick with like PBRs or Bush Light. Yeah, yeah. Nice and cheap. It's like three dollars for a tall boy.
0: Down in, on, uh on in Midtown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Broadway, you're you're paying nine dollars for a Bud Light. Yeah. At the minimum.
0: How do you feel about uh, whiskey jam?
1: I love it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, yeah. indoor ones I've been to a couple. I indoor ones I go to if I have friends playing. Yeah. Um, which I usually you know probably once a month or so I'll I'll go to those. The outdoor ones are so fun, dude. They're
0: nasty. Yeah, I love
1: them. Where did you go to uh,
0: the last one? Yeah, yeah that was an absolute one. shit show, dude. Where where were you at like when it? went down when they were like hey everybody out of the building so we were i i was really looking to get there at like
1: you know 4 30 early because yeah. I, I knew it was going to be an absolute madhouse um we so we kept getting like pictures of the line it was like getting longer and longer yeah and uh, like six o'clock rolled around like when the six s- o'clock. Lo- when the doors or whatever started and my friends were just like no we'll be fine we'll be fine <laughs> and we get there, and it was like we were oh like on the other side of t- we were by so the line went all the way around through the parking lot yep back to like some more apartments and then around to like basically we were behind Kung Fu yeah it, it was probably five thousand like it was easy dude there was thousands of people in line it was insane we were at the end end like the longest they got to and then we kind of got word that hey. There was like someone said there was a
0: gas leak and then eventually we got like, oh no, the floor like fell so, out. <laughs> so we were on winners rooftop. Oh no. And you know, we're watching. We're watching everybody getting pushed in and um they wouldn't open up the gates. They wouldn't yeah. open up the doors. So it was six o'clock. They wouldn't open up like the actual door to get out there. Oh. And it was like six fifteen or six twenty, and they kept like like everybody was sardine in there yeah, and they couldn't go to the rooftop either for, for like, obviously cause they want VIP or whatever up there. I don't mm-hmm. know. And all of, sudden, all of a sudden you hear this. Okay. And you're like, what the fuck? And we're looking around like two minutes later, DJ JD gets on. It's like, this is not a joke. You need to leave. Get out right now. Get out right now. And we're all like, what the fuck? Like we're up here. Yep. And so they evacuated everybody. Yeah, that root, the freaking floor collapsed. It's yeah, crazy man. It was wild. Yeah.
1: So we were just we hung out for a while. I mean, everyone was there was just the whole street was covered in people just trying to figure out what was going on. Yep. So we hung out. We went to um, Dogwood upstairs mm-hmm. for a while. Got a couple drinks there, and then eventually just started waiting in line. Got tired of that. Went back. Like, huh. eventually we made it in like right like maybe halfway through Hardy set. So I think we heard like the last you know three four songs something like that by the time we made it in but yeah yeah
0: that's a fun that was a fun show that
1: was the i mean i've never seen it that that packed for anyone and there's wallen and riley green have been there
0: well they've done over the cma weekend it was pretty packed like the first night i think yeah but that was that was i mean just a crazy whole situation the amount of people and yeah. yeah oh yeah Tons of people. Insane amount of people. They really got to stop, like, announcing... Weeks ahead of time. They announced like, what? Almost a whole
1: week ahead of time. And especially a lineup like that. Like, they listed everybody. Like, just give a couple, you know... Just say we're having a whiskey jam. We don't know who is showing up.
0: Because when (sighs) when you see Hardy, Ernest, people like that on there... They could have announced it 24 hours beforehand. Yeah. It still would have been nuts. Yeah. But... Not people flying in from like fucking Delaware. I had. Yeah, it's actually funny. Pe- some of the people that flew in from Delaware seen me at shows, and yeah. they were like, "They were like, do you know what's going on here?" I'm like, "I have no idea." Yeah, but nice to see you again. I met some people at Dogwood
1: that literally flew in from Connecticut because they heard that Hardy was playing at this thing,
0: and yeah, they didn't even get in a free Hardy concert. Oh yeah, hell yeah! How crazy was that, man? It was wild. So you got a manager now. Yeah. Yeah. What was his name? I forgot if you said that on uh, here, Ethan. but... Ethan, Ethan. Ethan Perry, yep. Do you guys... How did you guys meet, and what was, like, his approach to you? Yeah, so I played uh around with my
1: buddy Zach Davis, um, who Ethan was his manager first. Oh. Um, and yeah, just me and Zach kind of hit it off. He really liked a couple of the songs I played, so I guess he, like, kind of recommended me or told Ethan about me. Um... And yeah, just kind of went back and forth um, and eventually, you know, started officially working together. Yeah. Um, so he's, you know, booking rights, playing in shows, booking studio time. Um, yeah. So and cool. you.
0: Now, these three songs, I think you said you had coming out. Yeah. Are these like your. What are these to you? Are they like your. These are my number ones. Like these are the ones that I really feel comfortable confidently about or are these just kind of like they sound good people will like them it's a mix so i have one song
1: we're doing called the oak tree which i've just been kind of playing around town for the last no dude i heard that one oh you heard we it played and it was great oh it was great dude thanks yeah. yeah so that one we're trying to put out by christmas if we can get it
0: turned around in time is that the one that's the one uh about jesus jesus right? song yeah, yeah it's about the jesus tree song. yeah dude you could easily find a fucking i don't know if that's the goal really would be to find a christian artist oh my god so kill it you they would it sounds i mean you sound great when you sing it but if you wanted somebody else like man it it, somebody would snag that in a second so good it's real good that's probably my and it's not i mean it's not a radio
1: hit at all it's like it would never be on you know country or pop radio but it's like the one song that people always come up after and they're like oh you know of course yeah there's always because there's always you know you know, a Christian in the audience who just like, the first time I played it out ever, like a day after I wrote it, um, this girl Sarah, who I'm friends with, um, wasn't really close with her at the time, um, literally just started crying. And like she came up and she was like, I had a day today where I was like, God, give me a sign. And then she, to, she was like, you played that song. And I felt like it was the sign I needed. And she was just bawling. It was the coolest thing mm. ever, dude.